The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, January 29th. 2022. It's Friday, January 28th, 2022. But I'm back from the Tobacco Plus Expo in Las Vegas a lot sooner than I thought. And here to report what's new and what will be new in the cigar industry as we celebrate the first time the Cigar Authority ever spoke to Barry Stein. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Wait, what? We're talking- first time we ever spoke to Barry Stein. And I've We're never, celebrating that? I've yeah. never listened to it. Today will be the first time. <clears throat> right. Now 11 years ago. Now in its 12th year, depending <laughs> on how you count it, could be the 11th year of celebrating Barry Stein, uh, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. So imagine Barry was on the show 11 years ago, not knowing that he was going to be on the show. And this was after Jonathan had quit, and Jonathan came back. And uh, while he was away at times, I needed somebody to fill in, somebody right. to talk mm-hmm. to, whatever. So I brought in customers, and I brought in bloggers. That's I, was what they there, were I was there for the bloggers. For the beginning of it? For all the bloggers. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. There's only one person that pulled it off, and you'll hear it today. You'll hear it today. It's like person. art imitating life, like Robert Downey Jr. He was in less than zero. He became a drug addict. <laughs> I was on the Cigar Authority. I became the Cigar Authority. That's it. And wait till you hear who invited you to come on to be... On the Cigar Authority. Did you listen to the whole thing? I listened to it. I didn't yet. I I want to be surprised. I haven't listened in 11 years. (laughs) And and Jonathan hadn't listened, so it'll be their first time hearing it. But I listened to it. I found it very interesting, and I hope you will. It's only 18 minutes long. Right. But uh, we'll we'll get to that. But let's get to the cigar of the day, the first cigar we're going to smoke. Well, today's first cigar is an artisan cigar, and you can find it on twoguyscigars.com by searching for artisan cigar. And it's manufactured in Nicaragua, and the size is 5 by 48 by 52. It's a Perfecto. Featuring a Connecticut Habano Maduro wrapper that is very artistically rolled. Binder and fillers are unknown, but it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will set you back $9.99, while a five-pack is $39.99, which comes out to only $8 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $10 or 20% off the five-pack price on twoguyscigars.com. Since you don't live near a brick-and-water retail that carries it, visit us at twoguyscigars.com, where you can find the cigars by searching Artisan Cigars. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Definitely used a wooden mold on this, if a a mold was used at all, because it's not all that perfectly round. Yeah, this is old school. It's 
Yeah, it's really fascinating, though, if you look at where the seam of the cigar is. The, 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 right, the regular light tobacco of what it is. It's hard for me to tell where, where it begins yeah, and where it ends. It matches up perfectly. This is very intricate. <laughs> very intricate. It reminds me of back in the day, Padilla had a cigar that had the same design. Really? Or a similar design, oh, I should say. Oh, I don't say. remember that. It was. Uh, it had a yellow band with the P on it. I don't remember which line it was. I don't even remember seeing something like this on a very limited release of Toro Fuente mm-hmm. that they would, between the lines, remember? Right. But this is much more deeper than between yeah, the lines. This is this, very intricate. Yeah. Dave, which end of this do we cut in light? You the cut the end room? that doesn't... <laughs> That, that, doesn't have, that doesn't have an opening. Yeah. Right. So you light the nipple on fire. Correct. Yeah. Do, do we have any audience? Because yeah, we, we do. We do. Isn't that something? One, two, three, four, five, so no- six different people All posted right. so, already. So normally we broadcast on Saturday at 12 noon, and that's where our audience is and expecting to go. But I was in Las Vegas. The snowstorm was coming. They canceled my flight. I would be flying in, I don't know, Sunday, Monday. Who the hell knows when I do it? The show must go on. I said, I have to get back. What do you have? Well, we have the um, red eye if you want to end up taking, which I understand, Mr. Garofalo, you've said I'll never fly the red eye ever again. And I go, I know, but the show must go on. I will fly it. I will do it. And I did, and I'm a basket case right now. uh, And I haven't had a cigar today. And I've been up for, I don't know, 30-something hours or whatever, whatever. So well, let's, let's get, get to it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all of the brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. You hear no studio audience because no. uh, we're closed, and we're closed tomorrow because we have uh, – 24 to 36 inches of snow coming overnight. Oh. All right. If you had <laughs> cherry cough syrup, but you remove the medicinal taste. The alcohol part of it. You can't have any of the medicinal. This is this is cherry cough syrup without the medicine. What are you looking for, buddy? I'm looking for my lighter. Oh. Or his bell or something. Well, it was in that pack right there. It's on the other side of your coffee. Oh, all right. Friggin' knucklehead. No sleep. I'm I'm, I'm I'm in a fog. I'm not letting up So I I had to get in my briefcase to go get my paperwork out of the briefcase. I could not open it. I'm trying all kinds of things to pry it open. And then I turn the little knob where you put the The code. Um, The code. So things aren't aren't The synapse are not connected. No, they're not. Jonathan Alex says, I'm glad to see Grandma doesn't have her glasses this week. (laughs) Is that Alex Hilliard? Yeah. Because he was in the store. He accused me of big-timing him because I didn't remember. I, I knew I had seen his face before, but I'm much better with seeing names. So uh, how's, how's those cuts in your forehead just about gone? They're just about gone. Jonathan, maybe you can show off that cigar for anybody who doesn't happen to I'm have gonna do, it. I'm going to work two things at once here. Let me this zoom is, in a little more. This is that. the Artisan cigar here, not to be confused with the Cyclone <coughs> lighter that's right here. One of them has fire built in. The other one needs fire applied. I just mm-hmm. want to say I'm at a trade show. Of course, I brought my cyclone light lighter with me. And somebody in this lighter business sells lighters. Lighter ain't working. 
and has to borrow my cyclone, huh. which well, killed them. Which is the reason why I chose the cyclone, because we are in the middle of Snowpocalypse 2022, and I picked the cyclone lighter, because if you need a guaranteed light, that the wind is blowing, the snow is howling, you're out there getting ready to light your artisan cigar to, to do a little snow blowing, you need something that's a guarantee, and the cyclone's a guarantee. They're twelve ninety nine, two for 20 They're two for 20 on twoguyscigars.com, and they just don't fail. Yeah. Three jets, patented big-ass tank, easy adjustment. You know what everybody thinks? I've gone through so many lighters. I've had lighters. I've spent big money on lighters trying to sell me a different lighter. No, we're just trying to end that problem for yeah. you. Just get the Cyclone. It's over. Get two of them and put one in your glove box. I have yeah. like 10 of them. I, have yeah, like I got them everywhere. Every room in my and house. And everyone works. There's two in my car. Yeah. There's two on my desk. They all work. It's just a matter of gathering up all the empty ones and refilling mm-hmm. them. That's it. It's a the greatest. And I go right to their booth. They got a whole bunch of new stuff, too. We used a Jaws cutter, yeah. by the way. They have, so it's not the Jaws. It would be. The teeth? The orca? The no. tooth? No. Saber. <laughs> Is it some sort of sword? No. What's the, what's the fish? The shark? Shark. It's the shark. Uh, no shit. Wait till you see this thing. We took Scary. it all, I'm guessing. We took it. It's awesome. This is they got they got great stuff coming out. <laughs> but this is the old standby, and we're talking about the cyclone. I know they come out with great things, and they got more great things coming out. But you just have to get this. This is the and automatic, then and then you want you want a lighter that's a little more dressy, a little cooler, that has some added benefits. Do that too. But this is the one that's a guarantee. Yeah. And tomorrow's going to be a bomb cyclone. So. And this went out with yeah. the care package. Yes, it did. All right. So this is a cool cigar to get with the care package, and we try to throw things like this in it now and then. Uh, very interesting. Um, the February's one out while I was gone. Uh, it will actually ship Monday <clears throat> because Ed usually does all the stuff on the computer. He's like, no, 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 I'll do it Sunday. You leave it alone. <laughs> all right, we'll leave it alone. That and was a perfect impersonation. And, of and, Ed it's, too. and it's good because it's if exactly it left, what if it left like. the building today, it would have sat at the post office all weekend right. with the storm, so at least they're getting an extra two days of humidity. All right. Um, so those are guys that go, that go out for the care package. Very interesting. We have a test there for you, so when you receive it, don't just start smoking the cigars. I know you're going to be tempted to do it. Right. But we're going to do something with two of them. So wait for the show to end up happening. It's going to be an interesting test that's never been done before. We're going to do it with you, and it'll be part of it. Now you say, well, I can't because I'm not part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. You're going to hear the commercial in between the thing. But how are you not? I met some of the people that have um, Cigar of the Month clubs yeah. and stuff. These Some of the big guys that were right. down there, and I'm talking at the trade show to them. Um, they're in awe of the care package. Mm-hmm. And they, they're competitors they to us. Do. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, my God, how do you end up getting an artisan cigar like this and be able to get enough? Can you imagine the time it takes to make one of these? <laughs> 36 years of developed relationships. Is right, answer. right. Oh, I thought you were saying it takes 36 <laughs> yeah. years to make these cigars. No, but I, I, say, to, I say to the guy, okay, I, he, he go, you know, he'll say, would you like a box of those? And I go, I need 1,000 singles. <laughs> and he goes, 1,000 singles? I got two guys that make these things. That's going to take us... You know, <laughs> a couple of months or whatever. If okay. They, if they only do yours, and I go. And what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Dave. Here's a suggestion from the chat room. Mm. They think you ought to do a 
So you want to open a cigar shop show with hard numbers the way Saka did for Start a Brand. And I heard from a lot of people on that personally. They, they want the numbers, Including right? uh, my banker called me up to a very interesting show. Um, but at the end of his thing, I can't, I can't read it out loud because it says actually what I just communicated to you can't be uh, passed on. So Peter, it says at the bottom that it's it was between me and you. So you, you're wondering why you, we don't include you in the uh, right. email of the week. But the, I mean, that would be interesting to do what you know, you've gone through. Mm. But with real numbers, so people have yeah. an idea, because right. it, it's more than people think. It is. It is. To do it properly. Right. All it, even what Steve ended up saying, and I heard from a lot of manufacturers said, holy shit, he really did the, that was, that was the real deal, man. Yeah. That was uh, <laughs> telling mean, the he, truth. He gave his bank financials for the last 10 <laughs> right. years. Right. <laughs> and this is the year that I finally drew an income. Yeah. Right. right. Great. Uh, so Tobacco Plus Expo trade show, that's what I was at, TPE Tobacco Plus Expo. The plus is all the other stuff that's there. Actually, three-quarters of it is the other stuff that's there. Uh, so how was it? Uh, it was very good, very good. Mm. Um, good to be back with all the people and all that stuff. A um, lot of cigar media was there, yep. a lot. Uh, interesting, some of the old standbys that are always there weren't there. And new ones that were never at a trade show before were there. So it was really good. Um, Wednesday started at 12 noon. We landed at 11 o'clock. 12 noon, walked in. Um, boy, to talk about, I, I was there for 29 hours. I got a lot done in 29 hours except sleep. Um, so I don't know why they do that in Las Vegas. Maybe because people are out so late that the show starts at 12 noon. Uh, and the next day started at 530 I mean, 10.30, we started 8. Let me get some shit done or something. Yeah, it's in Vegas. People Vegas, are partying. They're partying. Yeah, that's what it's they, about, right? got to get some sleep. Um, so 34% of the people that go there are single store operators. 29% are between 2 and 10. So 63%, the bulk of it, is there because you got some people there with, a, with hundreds of stores and things like that, mm. big chains. Um, and 17% of them are tobacconists call themselves tobacconists as opposed to uh, wholesalers, uh, vape stores, dispensaries, head shops, all the other different things that's there, 17%. Of the layout of the sales floor, 25% of it is premium cigars. So maybe a little more than the thing, but some of these people on the other side also carry premium cigars. Sure. They don't consider that. So it's, it's a good mix when it comes up. It, it's very designated. You can tell who's who without a doubt. Um, what else? Um, cigar media. Yeah, that was interesting because there was, uh, there was an enormous amount of cigar media that was there. I mean, there was so much cigar media, they were interviewing each other. <laughs> uh, it was, it was interesting. And, and again, great, great to end up seeing them. But, um, it was a year that that trade show typically is a fill in type of trade show. Mm -hmm. But they've been growing year after year after mm -hmm. year, and the PCA has mm -hmm. been dropping year after year after year, and they're starting to get close to mm -hmm. where they are, and there were lots of launches, and right. there were mm -hmm. lots of key players that were at that show, which normally they just send their minions to mm -hmm. go to the show, and not the key players, but the key players were there. How, do, how does it compare cost-wise to exhibit? A lot cheaper. A lot, lot cheaper. cheaper. Mm. 
Uh, so cigar media. Uh, let me mention one thing: um, husband and wife teams, which you never saw before, mm-hmm. but it was out there and first timers that ever went to that show. Um, so um, Eric and Mallory from OGT Cigars. That was their first trade show they ever went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been on their their podcast before. There mm-hmm. they were, a very nice couple, and nice to meet them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt and Nicole, uh, smoking mm-hmm. tobacco. Yeah. Soon to be married, not yep. married yet. So there they were. And uh, Nick and Gator from uh, yeah. Scott Paul. Oh, you yeah. got to hang out yeah. with those two married knuckleheads. Married couple, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't tell me otherwise. There's, there's something, there's a, there's, there's a lot of love there. There's a lot of, they're, they're I great love those guys. guys. Yeah, they love they those are guys. fun. They're fun guys. They're enjoying themselves hmm. uh but that was their first trade show they ever went to right. and uh it was great to see them and uh we, we had a little time together i wish we had more time uh with them but uh really good how about that cigar those guys were there as i say lots of media of people that i had never seen at that trade show before so uh it is an up-and-comer for sure pca i love you i'll be there the next year with you too watch what um, TPE is doing and, you know, get some of that love I'm going be, on. That may be controversial. PCA needs to look at doing something earlier in the year. Why is that controversial? We've been saying that we, forever. We've been saying it for a long time, but I'm sure they're tired of well, hearing it. And, and one wants to go in August at the end of the season? But one argument's going to be I had to leave on the red eye because I wasn't going to get <laughs> out because of a damn snowstorm. So this was too early. If you ask me, yeah. April. What's yeah? But what's the chances of of a blizzard? The same as a hurricane, and you can get hurricanes in, in August. Yeah, April. How about April? Yeah. Would be so perfect. PCA in April. Yeah. Sign me up. And it's the absolute buying time because Correct. now it's showtime. So, you know, this time I I spent a lot of money at it, but January, February, March, my slowest three months. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm buying for. But the reality is many of the, those orders are going to be slow shipped. So by the time you get the cigars, we're going to be in. Two of the orders shipped while I was still on the sh- trade show floor. <laughs> yeah, I Unbelievable. Think, I think one of them arrived today. Wow. And we talked about it. Is it going to make it back to us before we, we can? Yeah. And if um, we didn't get on that plane um, last night. We weren't. We weren't. Uh, we weren't getting back for sure. So, uh, who was there? Um, we'll smoke the, the cigar in the next hour. Adventura, hmm. uh, William Ventura, old cigar manufacturer. Now the kids are in charge over there. I said they're hot. I went to their factory when I was in the Dominican Republic. I was looking forward to the new product they put out. They launched something there. We'll smoke it in the next hour. Uh, I bought into it. Uh, I buy into them. I think they're going to be mm. the next. There's big been thing. there's been some buzz on the yeah. sales floor about them. Um, Arganosa Leaf. They have uh, lots of new packaging. They have now made their cigars ca- kind of color coded. Yeah, you're going to be able to see and tell the difference between the two. Um, I saw Alec Bradley with La Polina. That's a yeah. That's, they're distributing, yeah. I believe. So that's interesting. What's going on there? All Saints cigars. There they were with the Colorado. Yeah. Dynamite mm. was dynamite, and the Habano, which I have not lit yet, but I lit the Colorado. I right smoked away. the Habano today. It's part of the dedication line. Yeah. I read that it's replacing the existing wrapper that's out there. I don't think so. But I don't know if that was a typo in the report that I read, uh, but the Habano is part of the dedication line. Well, we could ask Mickey Peg, but he might not answer. Yeah, he definitely won't answer. 
Uh, no, this, listen, the show's still going on, so those guys aren't going to huh. be on the chat box, that's for sure. Uh, but all, all saying nice things about our show, hearing all nice things from, from other media, from um, store owners, from the manufacturers, uh, listen to the show, they like it. It's, so did anybody there know you're a retailer, or was it all Cigar Authority? Some do, but <laughs> some do not know. Oh, my God, it's Dave from the Cigar Authority. So I'm, I'm, it was media. You know, I wear a bunch of different hats, but yeah. to a lot of people, I'm only this. Um, <laughs> so All Saints Cigars, you know, as great of a year they had, they got a great year coming in. Are you thinking uh, possible two, Pete? Yeah, contenders? could that possibly? They, they, and they were, they were a contender last year. Mm-hmm. Two years, they were already. Yeah. yeah, would they be the first time three contender? Three contenders in a row? I don't think it's ever happened. Mm. Never happened. Uh, Altadis was there, by the way. All the big four that don't go to the PCA, mm-hmm. all four of them were there. Huh. Um, some bigger than others, uh, like Drew Estates, yeah. giant booth uh, like they do, and now they don't do PCA at all. Altadis, not a giant booth like they do, but a very nice booth. When it came to General Cigar, mm-hmm. it was two folding tables, one side, one side, the other one. One was for General Cigar. The other one was for Forged. Forged. Mm-hmm. Um, two folding tables. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was it. it. It was what Caldwell was last year at the PCA. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty embarrassing mm-hmm. looking of, of what they did. I was surprised, but they were there. So, so if that's the case, why don't you, why don't you do that at PCA? Mm-hmm. Because of the political reasons why they're not doing it. But um, the big four are there. CLE. So th- this show, which is normally, as, as I say, they would send people to do the show, the rep in the area or something, sure. do the show, uh, Christian Aroa. There he was hmm. uh, at the show as uh, his brother was at his, at his booth. You couldn't have just hitched a ride with Christian on his plane and say, can you just drop me off in Boston? Uh, he he might have windshield issues, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you'd true. want to go on. Sorry, that forgot about that. Yeah. Um, saw the folks at Crowd Heads with Ace Prime. Yeah. And uh, I met the guy at Ace Prime, Pachado, and they launched a Pachado line that was there. And I smoked it, and I liked it, and uh, I liked him. And uh, we'll see what, what ends up happening with them. Um, Davidoff was there. Uh, Drew Estate, Jonathan Drew, he was there. So, you know, in a small show like this, and you're looking for FaceTime with the with yeah. the key players, mm-hmm. this was the place to be. That would kind of make sense, though, given right. the other stuff. You know, you're going to have your bubblegum vape across the yeah. aisle. I mean, I, you, that, that that particular portfolio that they have plays well at a show like that. I saw an interview with JD. He was looking younger. He looked healthy. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> How about, did you talk to El Artista there? I did. I did. Uh, they, I, I had in my hand the uh, Big Poppy Firecracker. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't smoke the cigar, but uh, inside you open the box and it's on an oh, angle. Yeah. It's kind of a cool presentation. Um, wouldn't you know it that um, Big Poppy David Ortiz gets into the Hall of Fame? It's because of the cigar, right? Yeah, I don't think so. No. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it was... Uh, Pretty sure coming out with the firecrackers will put them over. Yeah, I think They're so. Like, oh, he's got a firecracker. But timing was, was everything. Everybody <laughs> coming over to see that. Uh, United had an unbelievable, you know, 1,000% growth of huh. what, you know, they, they got a lot of attention there uh, because they launched a lot of things that were happening there. Um General Cigar, as I say, very small. Grand Habano was there. Um, HVC. Uh, Illusion with their um, 
they're doing distribution deals with German engineered okay. and uh, Prison Industries, whatever they are. So they're starting to do distribution also out of there. So that's interesting mm. to see what happens with them. Uh, J.C. Newman, they had the booth that they had at the trade show, the cardboard cutout. Uh, the factory? Yeah, of the factory. I, I say it cardboard cutout, but it's it's massive. It's cool looking. It's very elaborate. Uh, Christoph La Galera, uh, the Lotus Group, all the new stuff with Lotus. Uh, Miami Cigar was there. Um, uh, Nick Perdomo and the Perdomo Company was wow. there. Nick did not go last year. He sent his son. This year he, he did so well there. He said, I'm going myself. In fact, on Facebook, Nick G just said, I may have been the first to get Nick Perdomo with the coin. He got him. Ah. <laughs> and he asked me if it was, he said, do I do it? And I said, absolutely. Go up there and <laughs> slam that coin down and get a free cigar. <laughs> and Or you got to end up buying one. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'll do it. So he got him. Good. <laughs> That's fucking good coffee right there. <laughs> um, There's no R. Why no, do you add R's? <laughs> I add R's when it's not there, and I Ar take them away. Arganosa. Arganosa. Farking. He could have an Arganosa with his farking coffee. This is why it seems like I'm angry all the time. It's just all the corrections I have to it deliver. It never changes, so that's it. Uh, S.D. DuPont was there, which I found very odd. Huh. Very odd. We're talking $1,000 lighters and right, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but there were people. They were, they were sitting there. I, I talked with them, and I you know, I didn't say, well, what the hell are you guys doing here? But uh, they were there, and uh, you know what? They pick up a couple of new clients. It, it's worth it. it, it it's a low cost of entry. Um, I was looking forward to seeing Chris Topper because he's got his big uh, oh, anniversary yeah. cigar mm -hmm. coming out. And it said he was on the list, but I couldn't find him. And that anniversary cigar is very, very, good. very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. Very good. And um, as I say, all the media that was there. So uh, it, it was uh, it, it was better than it was last year. Last year was better than it was the year before. They just keep growing and getting better and better. As, as Who would do. you say is the shocker that you expected to be there that wasn't there besides Chris Topper? Was there anybody that stood out that their presence was missing? <sighs> I did say I, it's going to come to me. Was Padron there? Padron was not there. Okay. I didn't expect them to be there, but somebody mm. I expected to when I go, how come they're not here? They would have killed. Gurkha wasn't, wasn't mm. there. I said, wow, they, mm. this is a show for Gurkha. They should mm -hmm. be here, and they weren't. Um, I think that was the one. You know, you, you see people spend big money at one show and not show up at the other mm. when wouldn't it be smart to, Calm it down a little bit and be at both. What would you say if you were to do a percentage? What percentage is it cost wise to go to TPE versus PCA? Of a manufacturer? Yeah. Fractions. Yeah, not even less than a tenth. Huh. Less than less a tenth. Less than a tenth of the cost. <laughs> Counting dredge and all that, because dredge isn't going to change. Nothing. That's moving the, the cigars and, and your booth from. That door. You wheel it right in yourself. Nobody bothers you. It's Shut up. It's unbelievable. So you wheel it in yourself. Hotel rooms are cheap. cheap. Yeah, Matt, Matty B, who works in, uh, in Nashua, he's, he's going on vacation. He was able to book five nights in Vegas with the airfare and hotel, $300 out of his pocket. <laughs> wow. It, the new resort, resort world or something that's there, Belinda from Toscana was telling me, uh, eighty nine dollars or something like this, and this Jeez. is the place. This is the one you want to be at. No kidding. I had dinner tonight planned, but I'm obviously not there. I didn't make it. I let her know, of course. Um, huh. 
but I jumped on the red eye and, and didn't do it. Uh, Whiskey Miser wonders whether Rojas was there. At he, the, was not, he was not. No. He was I not. Saw he a, should have been. I saw the rep John Gazzaro today. Mm. Uh, by the way, so I talked to the company on the second day. I said, how's it going with him? He said, we're 70% sold out for next year already, and it was day two of the sh- trade show, wow. <laughs> because that's how every good everybody already felt. It was the same thing last year. It was a feel-good type of thing. I didn't go to the party the first night, but I heard it was sensational also, that uh, the music was great. The, yeah, you know, you're not a party that guy. That was the one sponsored by Drew Estate, right? Where they had the group uh, smoking so, or yeah. something like that. I saw pictures of it. It yeah. was like a fun time. Everybody said it was great. Oh, you yeah. missed it last night. It was all that. Yeah. Hey, by the time <laughs> that party was breaking out or something. Good thing I got some sleep the night before, which right. wasn't a lot, but I got some. So or else I'd be. Was there any specific cigar that had a particular amount of buzz at the trade show right on the floor? Hmm. So going by social media, the repackaging of Aganorsa has a lot of buzz. There's already buzz about the new Supreme Leaf, which is an ongoing yearly release. Yeah. You know, um, HVC has a cigar coming out. The La Rosa yes. anniversary. Yes. And made at El Titan de Bronze. Bronze, yes. Mm. So they're, they're not doing it at Aganorsa. Right. They're doing it at El Titan de Bronze, which... Small little factory right. in Miami. Yeah. Very interesting. No sample. Mm-hmm. I said, sample? No, no. sample. <laughs> then I saw another person. He said, did you see them over there? There was, there was a buzz about it. And I mm-hmm. go, did you get a sample? No. I said, okay. All right. <laughs> well, you get one? I said, no. I just, just check. <laughs> just making sure I'm not the only one. <laughs> Have you ever visited Sandy in Miami? Yes, of If you ever go to Miami and you've never been to a cigar factory, El Titan the Bronze is the place to go to yeah. in Cali Ocho. It's a mini factory right in the heart yeah. of Miami. So they only made 1,000 boxes or something. Yep. So uh, whatever little number it is, you can only get so many. So in a box of 10, so we're not getting all that many. Yeah. The cigar comes in, I believe it comes in at $20 a piece or something. You want to end up trying Yikes. it. The day it comes out, It'll add a single. Quick. Add a single. Yeah. It's going to last the day. I, and I said it, you know, that I said, you know us, and you're only going to give us that many. Right. It's going to be one day. That's it. The stores won't even get them. Barry will sell them all. He'll make the announcement. That's going to be it. So He'll probably put one aside for me. If you ask them or something. but I'll probably ask them. I, I usually don't ask, and then I see if anybody does, and I never get one. No. You have to ask. We, we were we were yeah. saying that uh, next week is the year of uh, the Chinese New Year, year of the tiger. tiger, and we would like to smoke a Davidoff year of a tiger, but, but we don't have. I it. never, I never got one either. Yeah. I didn't no. get to smoke one. Gone. I mean, really interesting looking cigar. I have no idea how it tasted. There was a year of the tiger, Romeo and Juliet, or H. Chapman Romeo. I think it was Romeo. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was Romeo. Holy God, mm. beautiful, beautiful. Uh, didn't I don't know what it tastes like, but it was beautiful. Um, all right, so um, they did launch new things that weren't uh, even out yet. I think it's the ideal time to launch something mm-hmm. in a new year, and here's the new cigar as opposed to showing us it in July and shipping us to in October. So uh, we have them coming. Good. Um, and we're going to smoke one of them in the next hour. But beautiful. right now, uh, let's take a break. What do you think of the cigar, first off? This is the uh, Artisan, just called the Artisan. The... It's very interesting because the two wrappers are playing off of each other very well. But the the lighter wrapper it has a little bit of a drier taste, and then as soon as that dryness starts, the sweetness from the Maduro striping kicks right in. It's interesting you say that. If I was blindfolded, I would guess I'm smoking Cameroon, and there's no Cameroon in this. Yeah, it has that kind of sweetness. The two to things it. that are happening off 
seem like it's a Cameroon wrapper. There must be a lull at the show. Uh, Rainier says only 500 boxes 500. sold out. Uh, Raphael says Year of the Tiger, not Romeo. What is it? It was a red box, I can tell you it that. It was red. It was beautiful. He said Romeo is the bed of roses humidor. Okay. Which was stunning. Stunning. And the Year of the Tiger is what brand? He didn't say that. Maybe he will say while we're on break. Okay. It was H. Upman, maybe? I'm looking it up. We'll have the answer when we come Fast, back Faster than him because there's a delay in the action. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, it was 11 years ago today, on this day, Barry Stein was interviewed over the phone on this show. We're going to play the interview. It's only 18 minutes long. And you're going to see how things changed. What did they? Is he the same person he was before? Very, very interesting. When Ve- you give Vegafina. This a Vegafina. Okay, mm-hmm. Vegafina. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. 
Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10 count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Artori. And we're back, and we're smoking the arti- artisan? Ar- artisan 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 uh, Artisan Cigar. I have. I'm on no sleep. It's sleep yeah. dep- deprivation. Is uh, going on? They're here. saying good thing Dave's car can drive him home. Oh my God, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, no sleep. Red eye. Home. I'm a mess. Um, and getting ready for the uh, snowpocalypse that's happening here. 24 to 36 inches of snow coming overnight. So we're here on a Friday night because we will not get here tomorrow. And uh, the show must go on because we have never missed an episode in almost 12 years now. I know yeah. our listeners are thinking of it, but I'm kind of liking the Friday night thing. Ah. After hours now? After hours. <clears throat> it's not really late night Friday night, yeah. but. Thoughts? No. Anybody who wants to come to the show shows up at 5.30. They're in. Locked in. Locked in. And now you can't leave. Now you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Building will be unsecure. No. Why? Keep an extra present for two hours, whatever. Maybe they'll buy something when they come. And then Saturday, it's so busy, and we don't have to think about this. I'm considering it. Yeah, keep considering. <laughs> Ed Sullivan, how do you feel? I feel old. <laughs> oh, you mean about... Yeah. Uh, would you be up for it? Or would you hate it? I I like Saturday better, yeah. to be honest. Well, these guys didn't know I was coming. Did uh, I change my flight and all this stuff? They had unbelievable plans of how they're going to pull this off. Um, Ed Sullivan was willing to sleep at Jonathan's house. <laughs> right. That's a huge... Well, I got to say. And he led with, on the phone this, this morning, I would he, he led with... Um, not that I want to invite myself to your house, but it's either you or I approach Dave and I go, just, I got the extra room. Come on in. I hope there's a lock on that extra room door. Nope. No locks. No. What would make you think that Ed Sullivan is in, in some way attractive to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, no sugar daddies for you. He's got daddy issues. All right. So we're working on new improved ads. You've heard a couple of them uh, maybe in the last break. 
There's another set coming up here. Um, even the manufacturers that I see there, they say, you know, we should change our ad. We haven't changed our ad in seven years or something. Right. I said, absolutely. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want to change or let me do what I want. Nope. You know, if I say let me do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. I, We're going to have another yeah. Jose Dominguez uh, yeah. jingle on our hands. Yeah, they won't sing. let you do it. No. But you can't get the info. No. So I have no information of that. But. It was 11 years ago. Uh, the Cigar Authority starts 12 years ago. Um, Jonathan ends up quitting. and <laughs> Can't let that go, huh? No. No. And uh, I came back. Tom quits, and I'm by myself. And I have to start figuring out who am I going to interview, what am I going to do, the show. There's barely anybody well, listening. It's now, not, was Chuck there running Ch- the board Chuck, at that point? Yep. Yeah. So I bring Chuck on as a but pro. Chuck, yeah, Chuck didn't have cigar knowledge. Correct. He was a cigarette smoker, ended up quitting cigarettes while yeah. he was on the, on the show, and ended up learning a little about cigars. So it was a little of that, but I'd bring customers on and talk with them. And then I had the <laughs> It great, was horrible. <laughs> I had the big idea of, let me stop bringing bloggers on. And they can promote their blog. At the same time, I can talk to them about cigars because they know everything about cigars, so it'll be perfect. But these bloggers were not video bloggers or audio podcasters. They wrote. And when I got them on, I was shocked that I could not have a conversation. Introverts. Well, you also weren't much of an interviewer back then. Still not good. You're you're much better now. So... uh, we did many and then decided you, you were back on the show at that point. And then we got Barry. And I remember even saying at the end of it, well, that went good. But we had 10 before that that weren't. Horrible. So I'm like, we got to stop this. So shortly after was the end of that. So was it that Barry was so good or the rest were so bad? <laughs> the rest were so bad. But now that I got to listen to this, Barry was Barry. Huh. Even so, way back when. Even back, to, this is 11 years ago. Mm. I had never spoken to Barry in my life. He came on the show. This is the first time ever speaking to him, and you're going to be interested of how this went. Be the first and only time Barry got a word in edgewise on the show. Basically. I haven't heard it yet, but All I right, can picture that being Give a true. listen to it, see what you think. Beautiful. There you go. Chocolate. I like a little chocolate. And uh, for the next cigar, we're going to smoke chocolate. It's going to be the right thing. And we're going to smoke... The Padron Anniversario, 1964, mm. and this is the Principe. And we're, re- we're smoking this for a reason. The reason is the caller that we have on the line, Barry Stein, it's his favorite cigar. Now, in fairness, he gives this cigar a 100, and he wow. says on his website, uh, a cigarsmokersjournal.com, that... A cigarsmoker.com. A cigar smoker. Is it? No, yeah. I think it's a cigar smoker's journal. <laughs> That's the name of the website. Yeah, it is. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. But it is the name of the website is a cigar smoker's journal. It's actually www.acigarsmoker.com. Because he is sorry a cigar smoker, that, so we'll he is. Uh, so he gives the, his favorite cigar. This is still on. Oh, thank you. His favorite cigar, a uh, 100, and he says it. You know, in fairness to all cigar smokers out there, if it's your favorite cigar. It's your favorite cigar for a reason, and therefore, it has perfect draw, perfect flavor. It's perfectly wrapped. Everything about it's perfect for you. In order for for something to have a 100, I mean, in order for you to have a high and low, something has to be the high, something has to be the low. Absolutely. Um, His low was um, the lowest rated cigar is a cigar I've never had, uh, Andretti. And he gives it a 54. That's a actually bad rating. If, uh, if you got a 54 in school, it's poor. And uh, yes, 
It's a seven dollar cigar. I've never had it, but I'm I'm always interested not only with what people like as what people hate. And uh, you actually like the hate better than you I, like. Well, the I'm life. I'm interested to see True. why and things like that. So uh, Barry uh, has this website, and he uh, he started it about five years ago. So is he on the line? Do He's on the him? line. Yep. Barry Stein, are you there? Yep. How are you, gentlemen? Well, very good. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Cigar Authority. I appreciate the invite. We have, we have fired up uh, your favorite cigar, I guess, which is the Padroni and Avisario Principe. You didn't well, mention all. Uh, I have to comment on that. I mean, when I basically started the website almost three years ago, uh, I was a totally different cigar smoker than I am today. Uh, okay. Basically, I stuck with cigars that my local shop had and my local shop pushed. And when I started the website, my shop started running out of a variety of cigars for me to smoke, so I had to venture out elsewhere. Once I started venturing out to other cigars, my palate significantly changed. While that was my favorite cigar at one point, I'm not sure if I'm still going to say that, but it's probably as close to 100, if not 100, as anything on the market today. I think it's a great cigar. I've always liked it. Um, and uh, we, me and Mr. Jonathan were talking yesterday about it, and I said, you know what the principe does for me is it, it leaves me wanting more because it's a small cigar. And uh, when I smoke a principe, and I've always loved it, it, it's a it's a cigar that after I finish smoking, it would be something I would say, you know what, I want another one of those because it's short, but tasty as can be. So you're a panelist for Smoke Magazine. Uh, you really started out smoking at age 28 with a Macanudo. Uh, you've come a long way since then. Um, tell, tell, yeah, t- tell us about it. Tell us. How did it start? Well, I started smoking. Uh, my friend was working in a cigar shop at the time, and uh, he invited me to stop by, and they had the Yankee game on. Sorry for all you New Englanders up there. I don't care that I'm a Yankee fan. Hey, if you don't mind watching a bunch of losers, we don't mind you talking about it. <laughs> But see, that's what I, you know, you were talking about accents before. You know, I, I hear this New England accent is more of a whine, and I think it's because of all the years of misery you guys went through. So, we're, we're, you know, in Brooklyn, we got that tough guy accent. That's because we yeah. were on top of the world for so long. So, yeah, but, uh, you, bu- you, anyway. bu- you bought your way to the top, but that's all right. I appreciate it. And you know what's good about this is Barry's a cigar smoker. Yeah. He's not in the cigar business. He's a cigar smoker. Right. He doesn't have to kiss my butt. He doesn't have to do that. <laughs> this is the truth. You're going to get, and this is what I love about your site because there's no other reason besides telling us what you really think. Yeah. There's no other thing. So it's the consumer report of the cigar industry. So go ahead. That's cool. Well, I appreciate that. So, you know, I, I went in there. I never smoked. You know, I smoked once when I was 13, and it was at uh, an affair. And I convinced my dad to let me try a cigar, and I, I turned green. I mean, I looked yeah. like Shrek. I mean, if some Somebody was there from Disney. They got the idea of seeing me at this affair. You know, chubby kid, green, the idea of Shrek had to be born there. So, you know, I'm hanging out in a cigar shop, and I'm the type of person, if I'm going into a place of business, I got to make a purchase. I don't want to be a freeloader. You know, I don't want to take advantage of a situation. So, no, you know, I asked him for it with the smoke, and he told me to smoke the Macanudo. Well, that's what I started at, and it that grew from there. Uh, my addiction, my habit. I don't want to use the term addiction because cigar smoking is definitely not like cigarette smoking or what have you. So we'll right. say my passion started then. 
Good, good. And most people start with Macanudo. I mean, we've put many, many people on that first time they're going to have a cigar. They need to have something mild and almost tasteless because we're going to bring them onto it. You don't, you don't want to bring somebody onto a very, very full-bodied cigar to start off with because you'll lose the guy. Too much for yeah. me. I don't like it. They're too strong. So you build up to it. As you get going, you go back back to a Macanudo, you, you kind of can't believe it, right? It's There's nothing to it. I definitely agree. Although, you know, I will give Macanudo credit for their, you know, the Crew Royale that they came out with. Right. Uh, at least the, yeah, the Crew Royale, was it? Yes. The new one that they just came out with, which is actually a decent cigar. But, you know, it has the stigma of being Macanudo. So. Right. They should have called it something else because uh, typically a, a seasoned cigar smoker is not going to go back to Macanudo. Sure. That's, that's what I think the, the mistake was because, hey, it's a Macanudo and that's it. And, and for Timex to come out with a uh, $10,000 watch, mm. I don't care how good the watch is, I'm not buying it because I'm not wearing a Timex and I'm not smoking a Macanudo, I don't care how good it is. And so, Barry, you know, how did you get the, how did you end up, yeah, how did you end up with the nickname Stats, Barry Stats Stein? Well, the Yankee broadcast is famous for not putting up player statistics. So, when I was hanging out in the cigar store, Whenever uh, a guy would come up to bat, say Gary Sheffield, the owner of the um, shop would go, you know, what's this MF, you know, batting? So I quoted it off the top of my head, the batting average, the runs, the home runs. You know, I, I pulled the Rain Man thing. And yes. basically the nickname Barry Stats was born because I was able to give you at one point every single statistic about every single Yankee current or in the last 20 years at that time. Uh, unfortunately, I'm getting older and the mind's starting to slip, so I don't think the nickname Barry Stats fits anymore. But you know, while, I, I, I refer to that. We didn't know the reason, and I, I went onto the website and I'm looking. I said, "There's no stats here at all." He's Barry Stats, and there's no stats at all on the cigars. Barry, in the interest of full disclosure, yeah. Dave loves to vet our guests, yeah. and he he wants nothing more than to be able to bury somebody on the air. So he's looking no, all true. he's looking not through true. your entire website, trying to find something to beat you up on, just so that it doesn't look like you know we're we're just playing nice with everybody just for the sake of coming Dave, on. Dave, you don't have to look too far. He's a Yankee you know, fan. He, I mean, he's he always beat up on the way I type and my grammatical errors. I've never been a hey, comma that I like. So I, you I, I can't, he can't do that because he can't spell himself. Yeah, I'm worse than you, so I, I can't. But I was, looking for, I was looking for cigars to say, you know, some great cigar that you didn't like or some, some – uh, Awful cigar that you liked a lot, and, and you know, so I could say, okay, I'm with you on the Padron, but you know, uh, this Andretti thing isn't it a great cigar or something? I, I've never smoked it, so I don't even know it. So I said, I'm having a hard time here. I think the guy's actually got it going on. What I love, Barry, is that you are you're actually honest. You know, you don't have a, do- a, a pony in the race, so to speak. So you're 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 smoking the cigars and you're evaluating them as a real cigar smoker which is a breath of fresh air because so many of the magazines are rating the cigars based on how many ads they're putting in their magazine. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of that? perception. Yeah. 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 You know, you, and the only thing with Andretti Cigars is, you know, I, I felt bad at the time writing that review because the owner really took it personally. And I'm not yeah. even sure if the cigar still exists, but it was probably, you know, one of the worst things I ever smoked. I mean, I, yeah. I would. I'd rather smoke a Philly than smoke that cigar again. Wow. Well, that says something, boy. Um, I, and I notice uh, there's a lot of folks out there doing cigar of the year. Um, by the way, just in full disclosure, I started it in 1992. 
I just want to take the bow for that. I, I've been doing Cigar of the Year since 1992. But everybody's so coming out with your royalties? You, you do. But uh, <laughs> just a ticket to a, a Red Sox game or something, or something that will really kill you, maybe a Red Sox jersey you wear for the day or something like that would be I fine enough. What, if you ever come to New York and you need Yankee Red Sox tickets, just give me a call. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, you, you, uh, you, you, uh, your big cigar this year was My Father Limited Edition uh, 2010. Yes. Which is, which is the that's the one that uh, rolled by Papine and, and, and Jaime and a great cigar at a twenty twenty dollar price tag. Uh, you don't give any consideration to the value of what it is as a consumer yourself. You know what? When I'm smoking for myself, you know, in New York we have like a seventy five percent tobacco tax, which is yeah ridiculous. Absurd. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what? I bought a box of them. Did I go out and buy another box? No. Was the price a reason? Yes. But was yeah. the cigar for me that much better than everything else I smoked over the course of the year? Without a doubt, it totally stood by itself. Now, I'm in a minority. Like, you know, I'm on Twitter a lot where people can follow me under the uh, handle Niles, N-Y-I-S-L-E-S. I'm an Islander yeah. fan, so I'm sure you guys can break my chops about being a horrible <laughs> team there. But, yeah, my apologies to you feel bad for you, but okay. <laughs> But I caught a lot of slack for it. A lot of people didn't buy into it. They thought it was overhyped. But, I, you know, maybe it was overhyped. Maybe the fact that it was bunched by Jaime and uh, the rapper was put on by, you know, Pepin himself. Maybe yeah. I bought into that hype a little bit, but the cigar just felt different. It just had a different... You know, the whole thing from construction to flavor to the packaging with the individual coffin, it was just, it stood out. I mean, I can't even even second guess myself. Like, am I sure that was number one? It was just no question in my mind that it was number one. Well, there's this something. I think they only made maybe 1,000 boxes of those cigars anyway. So there's something. Very uh, limited. They, they put that cigar away. I think it's going to be a big deal when that's brought out. That's going to be like a Potagus 150 type of thing oh, well. when the, you know, sits around for a long time. And, and a lot of people are putting limited releases out and it's kind of getting old, but there's something, you know, truly different that I know I put a box away. I said, let me put this away and we'll bring this out five years from now and it'll be a big deal, I yeah. think, you know, so it was well, well done. Anyway. And aging a cigar like that's going to make it mellow out and. Yeah, it'd probably get better or whatever. I, I thought it was a good cigar. I, my problem was the price on it. And, sure. you know, I am a retailer um, myself. So, uh, you know, I have to sell these things to begin with anyway. So as much as the Cigar Authority and, and we have, you know, two other people that are in the cigar business and stuff, but price has a lot to do with, with how I try a cigar. You know, a company comes and brings me a cigar. Here, we want you to try to see what you think. The first thing I want to know is what's the price of it? Because if you had, you know, I'm smoking the Principe right now. If they told me this Principe was $20, it's not so good. If they said the Principe was $2, $3, it's unbelievable. Right. So it has a it has something to it that, that how good is it compared to what it sells. So for. price is a big consideration for you when you're for rating me, your cigar of the year. It is. Yeah, okay. It, 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 it has to be a good value because this is the way my mind works mm. because I'm a retailer. I, I buy and sell these, these commodities. So that's not the fact for you. You, you are, uh, Barry, you're just a consumer. You're not in the business at all. 
Not not in the business at all. Um, well, you know, I write now for a magazine called The Cigar Network, so um, I don't know what you want to consider. I'm in the industry from a journalistic side now, since it will be in print media um, instead of online media. But, we interviewed uh, them, a, we interviewed them last week. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, we did, yep. Yeah, we interviewed them, Pete. Uh, we saw the online version of The Cigar Network. I was very impressed yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, and, that's, and that's all consumer-driven um, uh, articles and stuff. Are you going to write an article for them, or are you Simply uh, rating. No, I'm going to be writing an article. They have a section in the in toward the back of the magazine called the Bloggers Corner, where they yeah. have various bloggers, um, established bloggers, guys from StogieGuys.com, uh, StogieReview.com, and uh, ToastedFoot.com, and there's a whole bunch of us. And we're basically we have carte blanche to write what we want to write about. Sure, we give the owner of the company, uh, Stephen Boysian, what we want to write yeah. about. Uh, yeah. But it's pretty much cop launch. We can do whatever we want as long as it's towards cigars. Well, this is going to be a truthful publication when it comes out in a hard copy. We're looking forward to that because it, it looks like it's going to really be something refreshing and different in the industry, as your, as your website is. I mean, it's something I go to and look. I, I care what the consumer says, and, and I can't just be reading the articles and the, and the ratings in the magazines because they're so geared towards advertising, it, it kind of ruins the whole thing of, of, of the, the truth of what really happens there. What's your and thoughts on that? With all due respect to the, you know, the number one cigar publication, and yeah. I'll use that term loosely. Me personally, I don't care about the twelve thousand dollar watch, the hundred thousand dollar boat. Yeah, you're Me, not flying you your know, own Learjet. I'm a blue collar smoker. You know, I want to know about stuff that that affects me. You know, I'm not the guy that, that owns a million dollar house in the Hamptons. So that magazine doesn't cater. It only caters to a small percentage of people who smoke. So I really think that's the one good thing that the, the Cigar Network's going to have going for it. It's going to be written by people who are avid cigar smokers, who are a wide variety of blue-collar workers to upper-class, um, you know, high-profile jobs. So I think it'll offer a diversity that some of the other magazines aren't offering. Right, right. Barry, so many people uh, enjoy pairing their cigars with things like food and, you know, spirits, beer, wine. Uh, do, right. do you do any of that yourself when, you, when you're smoking? Do you have, like, a ritual? Are you a coffee with cigar guy? When I'm reviewing a cigar, I usually keep a carbonated beverage handy. And, and like, I know Jose Blanco from Aurora's, uh, is prefers Celta. Uh, me, I prefer Coca-Cola, um, which Tim from CAO actually um, does the same thing. He said when he was on, you know, now he's no longer with CAO. But when he was, he was using Coca-Cola, between tasting different blends and what have you. Um, so that, that's what I wind up using. But what I'm smoking for uh, relaxation purposes... I like to pair with uh, Ron Tacapa rum. Yeah, there you go. So that, that's that's my thing. I used to be a single malt guy, but for some odd reason, it's about giving me a headache. So I switched over to rum, and I'm definitely a Ron Tacapa guy. There you go. Nice. So if we want to, uh, uh, if you want folks that are listening in, if you want to uh, see what Barry's smoking and what he's talking about and, and his uh, flavors and stuff, and it seems like he's kind of geared towards fuller-bodied stuff, am I right in saying that? Uh, I'm definitely more of a medium body guy. Um, okay. Um, I see. I mean, there are some full body cigars I like, but when I reach for a cigar, I prefer something medium. Maybe medium to full. I've kind of grown out of the mild um, stuff. 
but there is some great mild stuff out there. I mean, like the Oliva, Connecticut, Camacho, Connecticut. Those are really good mild cigars. Yeah, you so, can appreciate you know, I, I, a mild cigar, which which is not. You can appreciate a mild cigar, which in in the in the bigger magazines and stuff, they never ever would rate a uh, a mild cigar as any good. And I think it's a major mistake. And it, they, I don't know if you caught the first hour of this where we smoke three mild cigars at the same time. That's the way to go to be able to, to taste the nuances of the mild cigars. You can't smoke a Tatuaje and then go down to a uh, Oliva, Connecticut and say Oliva, Connecticut has any flavor to it because you just smoked a Tatuaje. And, that, uh, you definitely. Ta- if you smoke multiple cigars throughout the course of a day, um, your best is to start mild and work your way to full. If you do it the Absolutely. reverse, you're not going to enjoy anything you smoke after that full-bodied cigar. Um, so basically that's my suggestion, but you know what they say about opinions, you know. Yay. <laughs> Everybody has one, right? This is what you're going to say. <laughs> okay, uh, Barry, we're up against a break, but I want to thank you so much for uh, joining in. A Cigar Smoker's Journal, and you can catch it on www.acigarsmoker.com and see what he's up to. And uh, thanks so much for joining us on here. We appreciate it very much. No problem. I appreciate the invite, and uh, I hope to speak to you guys again soon. Yeah, if you're ever up in the area, please find us, and uh, we'd love to have you on sitting right next to us uh, and join a stove with us. Right, with the, with the Red Sox cap on. <laughs> you know what? That, I believe yeah. I'll take you up on that. Minus the Red Sox cap. <laughs> right, go. right. Okay, the, that's Barry Stein, and uh, we're going to be back, and we're going to tell you what's happening in the wonderful world of cigars and uh, all that stuff. So stick around on the Cigar Authority. Radio Radio Network. Network. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Barry Stein uh, from 11 years ago. Did Jonathan really say enjoying a stogue with us? Yeah, right. Yeah, probably did. He asked him to sit right next to him. I like two things I want to take out of this. I'll take you up. (laughs) One, it's probably the nicest you've ever been to me. (laughs) (laughs) Two, what the fuck was up with my accent? Like, I don't think my New York accent is anywhere near no, no, what it was in that. No. I mean, it was thick. Yeah. I took I took some notes, Barry. You were funny. You were well-spoken. You had a great give and take. I actually think you took steroids for that interview. <laughs> that wasn't you. It was it the was, best it was of blow. any blogger. And we Absolutely said it after the best, it was right? over. We went to commercial and we go, if we could have guys like that, he, he could talk to us and bust balls and jump mm-hmm. in and whatever. But the majority wasn't there. I oh. like that you stopped him because we were on... Uh, five or seven radio stations at the time. Oh, yeah. And he was ready you, to go. you thought he was going to say asshole, and you were like, hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, I know where you're going with this. You don't need to say it. Well, and did Barry have his radio on in the background? No, no. I think I think that echo was because I had not learned about Mix Minus yet. Oh, my God. It was terrible. It, it actually was sounded terrible. like there was a speaker in the store or something. Yeah, yeah we could have Mix Minus that out. And it when we yeah. talked, it wasn't there. Right. And right. He, he, that has he to do with the, the, how the board reads the or processes the signal. Yeah. So we've improved our audio, video, everything got improved Everything's this time went on. Uh, Barry admitted to being a backdoor writer. I, I picked that up. <laughs> and we got also a preview into his alcoholic nature uh, that he liked to pair with Ronza Kappa even back then. Mm-hmm. I like the liquors. Cigar Network. What was That was Stephen Boysian, and it was a great concept, and... Um, the, the way I remember the story, and I'm not 100% sure it's accurate, but either the second or the third magazine, it went to print, and the printing company went out of business, and he couldn't get the money back. Well, it wasn't his money, because 2000 of it was mine. Okay. <laughs> and I never got an ad, and I never yeah. heard from them ever again, and that was the end of that. Yeah, and he didn't, from what I understand, he didn't have the money to print another issue, and he just 
disappeared I, seriously from the i haven't heard that name in 11 years yeah. um and toasted foot and some of these uh toasted foot was a big big site back then uh, i don't think it's around anymore uh, yeah stogie review stogie review still there but you know walt tried to come back he started it back up in the spring summer he disappeared jerry cruz got away from um, cigars you know he had some difficult moments in his life yeah his son died from sids yeah yeah and uh stogie guys they they still do it based in chicago uh alan and patrick i think it is yeah so it, different people at the time and we've seen them come and go actually it's two patrick seasons yeah. and ashby um and you know here we are in the cigar authority uh 12 years in never missed an episode and all you guys were in even if I wasn't going to make it, of yeah. how are we going to end up making us do it? It was uh, happening. Yeah, because we, we don't want that to end up happening. And, and Two things were happening. The store was opening, and the show was going off without a hitch. Somehow. So, hey, thank you, guys, uh, because it's, it's a big part of what it is, consistency. It is with a cigar brand. It has to be consistent. And with anything, including a cigar show, we have to be consistently on there for the audience, like it or not, in uh, – Good times and bad times, and that's it. So, uh, all right, we're up against a break. Uh, we got lots of things to get to, so let's take a break. When we come back, I brought a cigar back. We're going to light that up to see. And uh, trade shows, uh, uh, not just about cigars. Uh, food also plays an important role. Where did I eat? Uh, and it was far less than I thought it was going to be. I was going to have a whole list for you, but I left early. But um, these are notes from before I left. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hey, this is Michael Herklotz with Ferry Otego Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There we go, and I'm back. Uh, first of three trade shows that I'll be attending this year. That was the uh, TPE Tobacco Plus Expo. We have the TAA coming in March, and in July we have the PCA, uh, three of them. Uh, kind of close together, which wouldn't be nice if they were separated out a bit. But um, um, Mexico, we got to go to Mexico for oh, TPE, boy. TAA, 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 and then back to Vegas. Man, so, uh, uh, but part of that is uh, 
Will you be ill-tempered while you're there? Yes. Ill-tempered Mexican. Oh, my God. I remember that. <laughs> All right. We got a cigar uh, that I grabbed at the show. Not only did I grab it, I grabbed it. I smoked it. I went back 10 minutes later and said, okay, let's get those. Hmm. Uh, because it was that good. So, Barry, tell me a little about this. Well, today's second cigar is King's Gold, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Adventura Cigars. Size that we're lighting up is a 6x54 Toro, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, San Andreas binder, and fillers consisting of the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and USA. Mm. They will retail for around $15, while a box of 20 will be around $267, which comes out to about 13 and change in cigars. Uh, per cigar, and if you're too far away, brick and mortar that carries it, we will be carrying this at twoguyscigars.com. Already been shipped to us. That's the number two, hmm. guyscigars.com, and I know a lot of people in the MeWees will be happy about it. So the, do they have like iPads, and they just put the order in, and boom, it goes they, out? They, they didn't when I was there, but while I was still at the show, I got a confirmation your order's been shipped. I looked at wow. it, oh my God, they shipped it in, in its entirety. And then the race was on. Who was going to get there first? <laughs> I left the same day, so uh, it didn't end up happening. But <clears throat> look at this wrapper. Uh, this is called Toothy. Yeah, very Toothy. Yeah, oily. Well, Considering oh. it just came back from Vegas, I could only imagine what it would look like properly yeah. humidified. Look you, at that bumps and everything. You could sand the finish off a desk with this. Really? Yeah. That is Toothy. That you want to know what Toothy is. And this reminds me of old school Connecticut Broadleaf Tobacco, mm-hmm. this is what it looked like. It, to me, it looks beautiful, but people would look and say, this is ugly. It's bumpy, right? It's rustic. Yeah, rustic or whatever. I love it. I, I think it's beautiful. If you uh, ran sandpaper over this, you'd end up with just regular paper. Feel the band. The band is m- metalized. It, or there, metallic. There is, a tin, there is a tin to it. Yeah. It was a... Uh, yeah, got to get wait for it to heat up to peel this. But Ooh, all nice. right, need I remind you we're 13 minutes behind schedule? Can we get to the cutting? We're okay. going bonus. There we go. Well, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go long because I haven't slept in days. Uh, <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The official cut cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars they stand for quality, tradition. In excellence. A little smoky component on the cold cinnamon, draw. Cinnamon, graham cracker. Oh, you said cinnamon like the old way. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I heard my accent. It threw me off. But <laughs> cinnamon, that, that, graham cracker with marshmallow fluff on it. Ah. Whoa. Chewy. Mm. I fell in love with it. This is what happens. This is a cigar mm. that you're at a trade show, and you end up smoking something like this, and you go... Stand out. Yeah. It's okay. got, got some nice sweetness on yeah. the cold draw. Yeah. I, got, I got to add a little smaller ring gauge. Yeah. To make them happy. 44. We're going to light our cigar <laughs> today with the Cyclone by Vertigo, featuring a flip top, three jets, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of twelve ninety nine or two for 20 on twoguyscigars.com. Get them while supplies last. So you get, you put it next to your shaving kit, mm-hmm. and it goes right through. You didn't check in the bags. This is, uh, I'm only going for one day, so I'm just carrying it on, and it gets through. And the tank is so big that there's no problem, and it lasts me. I smoked an awful lot of cigars. Well, you were not there long. No. And when you come down to it, I think you slept about one-third of the time you were there. 
I didn't sleep much. No, you didn't get no, a good night's sleep? Not a good night's sleep at all. Too much partying? Yeah, three-hour time difference. So then you yeah. you go to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning, and at 4 o'clock you wake up because it's 7, <laughs> right? Country time, pink, lemonade. Yeah, it's there. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. It's there. It's rude. But there's definitely some cinnamon. Heavy. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. I knew you'd love it. Uh, the Omelette House? Mon ami? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I know Gianna's listening. Gianna, what was the name of that restaurant? And you, you, gotta, you can text it to me. That we that I had that big giant omelet with all those eggs in it that he complained about for hours. So like hours the best afterwards. omelets in Vegas are coming up: the Omelet House, Wicked Spoon, MGM's Grand Buffet, Egg Slut, Egg and I, Hash House, of Go Go, no, Therapy, is- Grand Lux. Was no. it at a strip club? No, nope, it's all by itself, <laughs> and it was very old school, hmm. um, almost um, like a sixties. Not a fifties diner, no. like sixties with shag rug type of thing. And <laughs> um, see what you're saying, it fits the description of the omelet house. But you said that's not. No, it. it's not it. Not the omelet house. Who did you go with? I went with Ed Santa mm-hmm. Maria, uh, who's sleeping right now. Right, let's not disturb him. Um, so the first night I got there, um, I I took uh, Nick Perdomo and his boys. Um, out to dinner to Lowry's Steakhouse. Mm. Lowry's Prime Rib. It's not a steakhouse, it's Prime Rib. And I do that because the first time I ever went to a trade show, uh, I was in Chicago, and Howard Smith, I was a little retailer, nobody knew who I was, saw me walking down the street. He goes, where are you going? He's with a few other people. And uh, I'm just walking around and stuff. He says, come with us. We're going to Lowry's. You like Prime Rib? I said, yeah. I opened the menu, and it said Prime Rib was the only thing it, That's it what's has on the on menu, it. yeah. And uh, I said, I guess I'll have the prime rib. And the guy said, good choice. It was the only choice there was. And they bring the carving station over to you, and they cut it in a whole bit. And a uh, very old school place, but it has a memory to me. And yeah. when it's there, and that, that's what I do. Um, and then the following morning, I went to uh, – yeah, went there with us. Nelson uh, had a muffin and uh, – Never heard of a muffin before. Now, I brought Nelson Alfonso there, and he says, what's a muffin? And he, he had a muffin for Gianna's writing to me, trying to figure out what the name of it uh, is. I can't remember what it was. So the following day, woke up in the morning. We're going to have breakfast, and then we're just going to go all night, and then we're going to have dinner uh, with um, the Toscano folks at a fancy place for dinner. But that's when my um, I never went for dinner right. because because you flew the, out. The uh, they canceled my flight, and then I went to the airport, and that was it. So I went to Lowry's for the prime rib. The next morning, I woke up and went to that. Well, first I went to where um, Zephyr's, which was a restaurant place in the hotel we were staying at, and there was a long line. And you don't do lines. I stood in line for about twenty minutes, and then I saw people complaining that I've been sitting here for a half hour. And nobody's come over to even take my order. And I go, well, it's at least another half hour in line. And it's a half hour before you place the order. I'm out of here. Yeah, you're out. So we grab a, um, a cab. And I said to the lady, where should I go eat breakfast? I don't want to stand in line. And she said, this place to go. And I said, oh, my God. I went there before. That's where we definitely want to go. And I go, all right, that Pepper Mill. Thank you, Gianna. Pepper Mill. Mm. 
awesome. That's what you want to do. Really? Leave the hotel, jump in a cab, Uber, whatever. Go to Pepper Mill. You're in and out. The food is unbelievable. That's what you want to do. I'll never do anything. You're looking for me at a trade show, and when it's in Las Vegas and it's in the morning, go to the Pepper Mill because that's where I'm going to go every day. Uh, Dave, Matt Tobacco's going to Laurie's tonight, and he said, uh, what else should he get besides the prime rib? Is there anything? You just get a piece of meat. Just get the prime rib. Just, just yeah, do don't it. even think about it. And they're going to ask you, you got your choice of how thick you want it. That's your, your choice. And it's going to come with potato and vegetable and salad, so spinning salad. Could spin- I say four inches thick? You say whatever you want, yeah. I can say they're, anything. They're going to wheel it over to you. And you really? Yep. You want the bone in? You want, want, well, you want the end cut? The, the, there's prime ribs. They wheel it right over to you. You get to look at it and everything. Why wasn't I there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and and it's not the go-to. It, you know, saying to the cab driver, I get in, he goes, where are you going, Lowry's? And the guy looks at you like, Yeah, right, you know how to do you it. You know what it is. You're not, not going <laughs> to fall for this other bullshit of what's going on. Uh, the price is not bad. It's not huh. like the other ones. It was really good. So uh, let's ask the Don. Let's do that. Who's that brought to you by? It's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars, of course. <laughs> Ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Sean writes with respect to actual cigar questions. Have enjoyed the show for several years now, and even Mr. J. Just a couple of actual cigar questions that I've been thinking about in the last few weeks. It seems that recently the number of cigar releases being made and then canceled have been increasing. Is this a new occurrence? What now happens to those cigars that are made but are not being sold? I am willing to be sacrificed by helping destroy the illegal sticks. Keep up the good work, and always, usually enjoy the show. Thanks, two, everyone, and Mr. J. Two words, plus 90. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a brand called Plus 90 out there. You ever see it out there? Um, you buy these wheels of 50, no cellophane on them, no band, no nothing. They're coming from factories, and for whatever reason, um, they overproduce the limited release, all kinds of things that happen, but unbelievable cigar for the money. The problem is you're never going to get the same cigar twice, unless you actually order the the same day. Like People would come in here. We have them Mm -hmm. set up uh, here by the register, and somebody comes in and ends up grabbing a torpedo, for instance, leaves, they're, they're four for $20, $6 each, four for 20 They leave, they smoke the cigar, maybe they come back the next day or they call up and say, you got more of those? Yep, we got them in wheels of 50 or we have them $6 each, four for 20 Grab me a wheel of 50 because, oh, my God, that one's a good one. And then he comes back a month later and says, mm-hmm. give me that, and it's not there anymore. Right. There's something different. Mm-hmm. In, in some cases, I mean, I know I just bought one, 80,000 of them. Yeah, eighty thousand. <laughs> so that one's going to be around. Did they show up? By the way, while I was I don't gone? think they no, showed no. up yet. You would have noticed eighty thousand. Yeah, I, I would have. I would have heard Pete 
complaining. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. The truck, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> uh, but when I see deals like that of a, of a great cigar for that kind of money, it's like, you know, I'm spending my money, but I'm, I know a great deal to me is going to be a great deal for you. So uh, plus 90 is to... It, Tough one on online. You don't do so well with that online, Barry, right? Uh, we have our customers on them that order them on a regular basis, yeah. and they usually just tell me, sell me whichever one's hot right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I think I have some of those left, let me see. Yeah. Um, in the store, big. All three mm-hmm. stores, they, they move big because the people can look at it and decide which, which they want. So this is the answer to that. Uh, but poll question of the week, Barry, what do you have? The question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week, I was being nosy and wanted to know what size humidor do you own? And uh, I was really surprised that the number one answer at almost 28% was 500 count. <laughs> really? And, you know, people would write, I have, you know, I have two 160s and, and, and a 90, so 500 was 251 to 500. And huh. 28%. And uh, number two was 90 count at 22%, 250 at 21, and it goes down from there. And uh, we had just under 2% of people said they don't own one. Wow. What was the highest number? Like over 1,000? More than 500 is where I capped it, and that was at 8.5%. And I'll guarantee you the people that say I don't own one don't smoke very many cigars during the week, and they say they don't need them, when the fact of the matter is they, they need, need it more. It, they need it more. Right. Because it takes a long time for them to get. Somebody gives them a box of cigars, they're going to be dried out. You need a humidor. Um, I was the guy that ended up getting the 25 and 50 count boxes. Beautiful. I got some high-end, beautiful mm-hmm. humidors. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, I got six going, eight going, you know, and then finally I balled by the wall cabinet and never looked back. Yeah, best thing I ever did was oh, the wall man. unit. Uh, there's another question up on the cigarauthority.com. It's a multiple choice question. Aren't uh, they all? Well, just choice? so you can select multiple answers. Uh-huh. And uh, head over to the cigarauthority.com and. Give us something to talk about next week. There we go. And next week, we will be talking about ashes to ashes. Does, what does the ash of a cigar really do? You know, we, uh, mm-hmm. for Cigar Journal Magazine, we always have to rate mm-hmm. how rate the, the ash, ash. was. Yeah. For what reason, right? Why Why are we doing this? And uh, I did a little, some research on it. And what does the ash really mean? And uh, we'll get a little deep into the ash of a cigar. Um, moving on, Febu- in February, uh, top cigar companies in the world. We're going to break that down. We have our prediction episode for November 19th. A lot of people in the cigar industry asking me about that <laughs> at the trade show. For November when- 19th? February. All right. February 12th. Uh, February 19th. That show, everybody complains. They complain if you talk about them, and they complain if, if you, you don't. don't. They want to be incorporated in there, but then I have them sold off or something, <laughs> and then they get mad. <laughs> I'm not going to sell to anybody. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, but it, it's fun trying to, to just figure out, you know, what would the landscape look like if this happens to that happens. And it, it, make, it usually makes sense. And the amazing thing is a lot of them come true. True. And then it's like, did you know? How did you know? You 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 reported this, and you know I have a non-disclosure, and I was talking to somebody <laughs> about this, and I go, it just makes sense. Uh, so we'll get into that. And um, as I say in the care package, there's a couple of cigars in there. They appear to be the same cigar. Don't smoke them. 
save them for the show. You should save all the cigars for the show and smoke along with us would be the ideal thing, the reason for it. Uh, but those are uh, some of the upcoming shows. If you want to be in the care package, it's never too late. I say it's never too late, but we shout it off every once in a while when it gets to another milestone. Mm-hmm. Um, but go to the cigarauthority.com and you'll see it. You'll see the care package. Click that. You'll get four cigars for twenty nine ninety nine a month or five cigars for thirty four ninety nine, And you get to smoke along with us. It includes shipping and everything. Yeah. Believe me, it's a good deal. We're not making money from it. It's yeah. for you to be part of the show. Uh, Okay, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) (laughs) A school in Michigan has bizarrely been accused by outraged parents of installing litter boxes in the bathroom for students. (laughs) According to a parent, at least one litter box has been installed in a unisex bathroom at the school for a student who identifies as a furry. Dave, I'm sure you're curious to what a furry is. A furry is someone who role plays or identifies as an animal or an animal character with human-like characteristics. Some furries even wear animal costumes or tails in public. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. I got myself in a little trouble. Uh, <laughs> and, I know, and I know some of the folks uh, li- listening that were with me at the time, there was a girl going around the show, and she had a mask on. Like, we were supposed to wear masks going around, but it really, honestly, we weren't, our balls weren't busted a lot at all. Win it, but she had a zipper across her mask, mm-hmm. and she got the cigar coming out of there. And they said, "Oh, that's a glory hole." And I said, "What's that?" And then it got into <laughs> it got into a whole thing. And then they said, "You have to bring this up at the show." And I go, and then I. You know, they told me what it was about, and I go, ah, I'm not going to leave that out. No, you have to. You Dave, have to. you were this old when you found out what a yes, glory hole yes. was. <laughs> yes. So this name Speaking of glory holes, uh, Ed Sullivan, are we still having our sleepover tonight? No. Now that no, no, no. Is there a glory hole between the two bedrooms? Don't you ask any questions you don't want to know the answer to. No, we'll save but it. We'll save it for the next snowpocalypse. All right. So uh, the after show, we are talking about not snow blowing, right? Snow, snow blowing. Yeah. And snow plowing. And not a lot of dirt. plowing. <laughs> plowing and blowing. <laughs> and none of it's dirty. Right. It's all clean, no yellow snow. But really, it's, it, it was because I thought I, I may have to do the after show solo, so I wanted something where I could have some cigar content. So these are cigars that are perfectly fine for using when you're blowing snow or plowing snow, but also happen to be great cigars that you may smoke when you're not doing that. Because you guys are... All three of you guys are going to be doing that tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to be watching. I'll the be plow watching guy. the guy. Yeah, yeah I'll watching. be watching the guy too. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Benefit of living in a condo. Okay. All right. Yeah. And your wife might let you smoke inside. So yes. All right. This will be the she third will. day ever two guys smoke shop closed. Hmm. Ever. We've left the show before to go open a store. Yes, but we they have. couldn't get it. They couldn't get it they open. Got stuck, and, and we left. Huh? And I threw up. And you threw up. <laughs> there we go. And we sold out of that cigar. That's right. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, what are the concerns in the cigar industry, according to those who are talking 
at the trade show. We have letters to get to and lots more. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20 of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize, Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Jose, Jose Dominguez. Did you know Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the very best blend for his namesake? Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. Now anyone that's tried one will tell you, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. So next time you light up, make it the best. Make it a Jose Dominguez cigar. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. 
This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And Christian was there at TPE, and uh, there, were, there were cigar celebrities. And uh, there was talk of the Cigar Authority. We're, we're not in that category, but we're a little celebrity-ish. They know who we are as the Cigar Authority. It's cool. I love it. Good to be noticed. Uh, We are smoking the Adventura. Here's a cigar to be noticed. This is the King's Gold. We're smoking the Toro. Uh, Fabulous cigar. I'd give it a uh, a 7, push an 8 on the strength Richter scale. I think you're right. 7, 8, a lot of chocolate notes, a little bit of cinnamon. Cinnamon. Why are you having a cinnamon problem today? I'm having a hard time. Because you listened to yourself back 11 years ago. (laughs) Where you didn't say cinnamon, so I don't understand why there's a problem. Remember him starting here, coughing and uh, nervous cough and cinnamon issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cinnamon issues. Uh, so concerns of the cigar industry. You know, you're at one. You're at one trade show, and you hear people talking about the other trade show. Comparatively, things. You know, same thing happens with podcasters. You're talking sure, but it, I mean, other. it is a concern that the price is so drastically different. I can't imagine you got. First of all, Nick Perdomo is not coming in if he's only getting a one-tenth return on his investment. So if it costs a tenth less and he's doing- I know for a fact he's getting to a much smaller booth than the big giant thing that he was having before. There's no need for it. He's not doing it. He brought it down to, I don't know what, say he had 50 boots or something. He's going down to 20 boots or something like that. Um, But if he's only doing a tenth of the sales and it's costing him a tenth, he's not flying in. Nick Trey can handle it. Right. Obviously, it got to a point where you needed more than one principal there. And I think it's there's an attraction to that also. Why, why are you going to the trade show? I go for the deal, some people say. I go for the education. By the way, there was no education element this year to it, which missing for me. I'd, I would have flew in a day early if there was something going on to help help me, educate me or whatever. So they, they missed that this year. Maybe COVID is a reason sure. for it. I don't know. Um, but I like to have... There's a reason for a lot of different people to do something. Some people are going for deals. Okay, you want them, so make sure there's deals there. Some people are going for new releases. Make sure you got new releases there. Some people are going for education. Have that available to them too. You got to give them all all of it. The the party that they did, the opening party, I heard was sensational. And as much as I'm invited guests to a lot of manufacturers, so I you know dinner's all set and I got things. I remember being the one that was not invited and stuff, and I'd look to see, is there anything going on tonight where I could go meet other retailers and stuff? And that's why you need those type of events there, too. And I know they're all costly, but you need something for a lot of different people, and that's how you'll get the crowds, including the, the people, the media. There was things there for the media. They let them in an hour early each time, and that was great for them. And like Nick Perdomo, I remember him talking to somebody and said, you know, can I do an interview? He said, any chance you can come by on the first hour on uh, tomorrow because regular people aren't in there. I'm so busy. I only have so many hours to do sure. this, and it would be great if I could do that. Absolutely. And there he was the next morning, and there was the people waiting for him. And I'm like, okay, this is so, so it works out. When you weren't invited to the parties, you wanted to go. And now that you're invited, you don't go. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I, I needed someplace to go. And, you know, if my choice is be with the manufacturer and work out deals and things like that one-on-one with them as opposed to 
they're everybody's with everybody. Has anybody done uh, an official press conference as a manufacturer where they have a podium and a microphone and they invite the media there for a 20-minute release and we're going to go through all the new stuff? I asked for that years ago, that let's have the, the, the day before the opening day and let each manufacturer get up for 10 minutes and, and show their stuff and be a press conference type of thing. But PCA did do a press conference, but it was the problems in the industry and things like that as opposed to... And some people are interested in that also. We want it all. Yeah. But how about, um, you know, launching to everybody, everybody's... Because a guy like Nick Perdomo would kill it. Yeah. I mean, he'd just stand up there and, and deliver in 20 minutes all the new stuff and get it out to everybody at once. Yeah. You know, some people don't have that in front of an audience. They're mm-hmm. one-on-one type people. And maybe that's some of the pushback... <laughs> Uh, but the bigger manufacturers could certainly have one of their key guys yeah. be the ones to deliver the message, write a script, and you know get up there for ten minutes and show us the new stuff. They do it one on one with everybody. You got and, any- and listen, it would make the speed at the booth a lot faster Way because faster. everybody heard it all already. Yeah. And now you go to the booth and say, "Remember that one you were talking about? I was very interested in that." We don't have to do it again. Yeah, do it one and done, right? Mm-hmm. What did you find for uh, major concerns besides the bitching about the PCA? Was there anything really glaring? No, no. They, they, it, it's better each year, three years in a row. It was better and better and better. Um, and there's, there's things PCA do that TPE has to look at and things TPE does that PCA has to look at. And then we have the um, TAA, Tobacconist Association, that should look at both of them and say, okay, why don't we do something? No one has ever... I'm probably an idiot for not doing it because here I am, a media guy, and I'm at TAA, and there's nobody else, and I've never reported from there and showed anybody anything, and here I am inside, and nobody else is, but, you know, I... I I, think it's the lack of sleep talking. You just called yourself an idiot. No, because I feel like, um, you know, I have exclusivity to it, and, you know... They're not letting Good. them. They're not letting the media in on this, so I should just shut my mouth and not show it. But that's fair. I don't mm. know. I don't know. That's that's some of the feeling I have. You got some emails to get to and a new prize to get yeah, to. Yeah, we got a new oh, prize one, this week. One thing from the chat room was Rocky there. Rocky was not. His company was there, mm-hmm. but Rocky himself wasn't. I think he missed a, he missed an opportunity. I I really do, and I think he'll end up showing up as Nick wasn't there last year and showed yeah. up, and then Christian shows up, and Jonathan Drew shows up, and you start getting these cigar celebrities that are showing up. It's a draw. It's absolutely a draw. Don't don't push it aside as it's not a draw. Listen, our anniversary party. One of our key things to an anniversary party is the key guy has to come, or don't, or you're not in. Right. It's this is what you got to do, and one is the key thing. Well, you know, I don't know about really going to the. All right, just don't do it. And they go, it's not that important. It is to some of the people that go. It's not to 100% of them, but a, a majority of people care that that guy's there because they'll never get to meet them any other way. Matt, Matt Tobacco says Rocky was sick. Okay. So I don't know if he planned to go or what. All right. All right. Montana bed cell phone coverage. All right. It's time for the best email of the week brought to you by Monte Cristo, specifically Espada. This week's prize is a toque. I think I'm saying it correctly, which you is are. a hat in Canada or it's a Canada. Yeah, it's called it a toque just for Rudy. 
Uh, I may, I may wear that, wear that tomorrow when I watch the plow guy plow. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. It's, yeah. it's fur lined. Uh, you got a mug. You got some hot chocolate. Nice. I have hot chocolate. Rum chata. I put, may pull this off, Raphael. I may pull this thing off. Pour the rum right in there and have yourself a party. You'll okay. be warm. Light the There's candle. There's a candle and a letter opener. Now these these gifts are getting a little bit more and more obscure every time. But I got to tell you, that's things a, don't all tie in all the time. But uh, badass letter opener. It's on my desk now. So, so, I got sad it. Ass. See that sword? That sword at their booth, there was a sword coming up and a stinky ashtray in gold yeah. coming out of the thing. And I go, look at this ashtray. <laughs> That's the bad, most badass ashtray I ever saw in my life. They sent me the letter of what was coming, and I turned to Ed, our buyer who sits next to me. I go, a fucking letter opener? Who the hell uses a letter? I, I opened up the, the thing because they were nice enough to send us one except for Ed Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is badass. I hope somebody sends me some mail. <laughs> I have two letter openers. Both were made for me as a gift. Two different mm. people. And I use them all the time. Mm. And they're in my drawer. One's Damascus Steel. Ooh. Beautiful. Yeah. following message was submitted <laughs> through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Michael writes a bit of a book. I'm surprising myself writing this email because I am not a big fan of Cigar Aficionado as a magazine or its Cigar of the Year list. So don't read this as a defense of how they operate or choose which cigars to purchase or not purchase to do their tastings and ratings. Blind tasting is fine, but when they, uh, when Cigar Aficionado doesn't or refuse to taste test certain brands and lines, it's to their discredit. It justifies the regular criticisms that they receive. Issue after issue, year after year. This is essentially, this is especially illustrated by rating Cuban cigars with years of box aging or the constant absence of makers like Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Uh, and I know Steve's story as to yep. why. The above qualifications made the silver lining in choosing the Padron 1964 Anniversary two, uh, Torpedo as Cigar of the Year for 2021 is that the choice is what was smoking well rather than simply what was new in 2021. Have not the Cigar Authority host said many times that cigar consumers come into the retail shops asking for what is new rather than what is smoking well. The Cigar Aficionado winner of the top 25 cigars for the year rewarded a cigar maker for consistency of their backlist and not just for the latest and greatest. Some of them. So you take number one and you say, okay, it's what's smoking well, and then you take number two, and it's a new cigar, and mm-hmm. it's because it's new and it's good. So they they got they they got to choose a lane, I think. But okay, the next statement is actually incorrect. I think you misheard it. But Cigar Authority has already noted that 1964 Torpedo is selling now. It's not as before. It was a slow mover. Still is. In fact, the only two people of the Torpedo, the only two people, because it's our biggest selling line, to buy a cigar. Out of that box were Ed Sullivan and Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> they both work here. Yeah. They bought them on deal. They got a discount. <laughs> the other four were smoked on the ash holes, and that's it. We're losing money. We're, the, the cigar box <laughs> never should have been opened. I'll, I'll should have smoked the Maduro and lied. We have a list of over 200 people waiting for them to come back and stock. <laughs> Take them. Take them. <laughs> uh, there are many cigars that get no love from the annual best lists, but deliver excellent smoking year after year. A pickup in sales with slow movers. Uh, takes the pressure off both the retailer and cigar smokers alike, finding existing smokes that are more than one-hit wonders. Well, more can be said about Cigar of the Year lists and methods for choosing candidates or whose list should matter. I'll end it here. 
I obviously find the Cigar Authority informative and entertaining overall and wish you all a good yeah. smoke Listen, in 2022. we're almost in February. I don't want to talk about these lists anymore, but we're seeing we're not in February yet. Um, I agree 100% with him of how do you make believe like Dunbat and Dragon Trust doesn't exist? How do you right. do that? They did that to Drew Estate for years and years also uh, before that was sold off to Swisher. Nelson Alfonso selected tobacco. Guy's been out there for 10 years. His cigars are phenomenal. Atabe, Byron, Bandolero, it's phenomenal. Never been rated actually once. How do you make believe like it's a little industry, premium cigar industry. How do you make believe like these brands don't exist? 100%. And it discredits you. Mm-hmm. He's 100% right. So I don't know if he's going to win for best email, but he's right. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And uh, by the way, there were only three emails this week because we're taping the show early. I get usually get a glut of emails on Friday. So you're saying so these are bad, but so far, are- that, was, that was interesting. Yeah. The January 22nd TCA podcast with Steve Saka must be memorialized as one of the top five TCAs ever. With all of Steve's previous experience and recognition and his own new DDT cigars receiving high reviews and cigar nerd accolades, he was facing bankruptcy after year four and had been flat instead of the tremendous success and growth they actually achieved. Amazing to hear the dollars and numbers detailed from the startup situation and then growing year to year on A-plus show. Yeah, and I I heard it from other manufacturers. They were happy. You know, it was like when we did the Cuban... Cuban one, uh, Dave's trip to Cuba, mm. and uh, manufacturers coming out and saying, finally somebody said it, said the truth, whatever it is, and here's Steve Saka saying the truth, too. So finally somebody ends up saying it. So uh, I, I tried to go up to Steve at the show to say thank you again, uh, because that show was great. But so you many get people within said 10 it. feet of him. That no, was nonstop. <laughs> and he gets Cigar Aficionado, says he doesn't exist at the same time, so... <laughs> You know, eventually you got to, and Perdomo's another one. Perdomo, right. they don't exist either. No. You talk, it discredits the brand. 25 years in business and he's crushing it. 30 years this year. It's 30. 30. This 2022 will be his 30th anniversary. Jesus. Will there be a special cigar to come out? I got a wink. Hmm. What, what was the busiest booth, Dave? Perdomo. Hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Uh, to celebrate his 10th year anniversary, came out with the 10th. 10 year. To celebrate his 20th anniversary, came out with the 20th. 20th. Why do you need a wink to know he's coming out? It's Nick Perdomo. He's coming out with a, a trade 30th. show and it wasn't the end. And there's, there's issues, there's packaging issues. That's the whole Maybe lot. he got the bill for the band to realize. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Final email. Following message submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. I thought this one was cute. Stephen writes, I have heard the Cigar Authority compared to superheroes. I think the better comparison is the Beatles. The four guys on this stage are not only the longest running, I don't want to be Ringo. I can't promise anything. (laughs) So he's basically saying we're overrated. And game-changing cigar show, much like the Beatles did with pop music. Now, who is who? Dave is obviously Paul. I'll take it. Moving the public's needle for decades. I'm left-handed. Oh, all right. Ed would be George. Ah, you, oh, that's I, a win. I'm good with George. Yeah, all right. Uh, nobody, Maharishi Maharishi Yogi. <laughs> yeah. nobody really knows what either does, but they both seem to have an aloof intelligence. Barry is Ringo. Sorry, Barry. I'm fine with Ringo. He was the most underrated Beatle. 
uh, not really having much input except for the occasional childish comment. <laughs> did, Lastly, did you watch the movie? Yes. Okay, great movie. Yes, it was. It was phenomenal. Lastly. Get uh, back. Watch mm-hmm. that Disney Plus. Get back. It's worth mm-hmm. a day. Yeah, get it for the month and so, cancel so, it. It's so, worth it. Jonathan, you have to be Yoko. lastly unfortunately i'm worried that mr j will turn out to be john lennon now that he's divorced i'm afraid he will hook up with a guy named yoko who will eventually rip the cigar authority apart i hope that doesn't come to pass big fan steven yeah that's the winner okay yeah 100 percent the winner all right Yo, but uh, what we're doing is setting up, make making fun of us, and you, you get the prize. But it is great. it was funny. They're all good. Those were th- you only got three, and they were all they three were all good. good, all solid. Stephen, I'll shoot you an email on Monday. So uh, when you're listening to the show after Monday, if you don't get the email, check your spam folder, please. There we go. Uh, Cigar Authority, we're coming down to the very end here for the 12th, uh, 12th anniversary weekend because I have to buy things and I got oh, yeah. hotel issues. I got lots of things going on. So uh, Alex Hilliard is on the fence. So, Alex, th- it's time it. to step up. Step up or get out. Uh, $399, uh, and we'll take it from here once you get here. Uh, we got the hotel reservation thing all set. You, you'll get the room for... $95 a night? Is that I right, I think uh, it's 130 Yeah, I'm not 129. sure. 129 Um You get um, a cigar adventure, two cigar breakfasts, a cigar, cigar lunch, two cigar dinners, 14 cigars and all prizes and surprises. Uh, we'll go to America's Stonehenge and smoke Atabay. We'll have a winner-winner chicken dinner with... Uh, a Cigar Authority uh, trivia. We got a classic three-way competition. Some smoke and karaoke. Uh, you'll meet the Ashles and watch a taping of that show. Jason Land, the Cigar Ninja, and Sammy B are getting together and Guitar doing- Ninja. Guitar Ninja. <laughs> Christ's sake! <laughs> you didn't put my brother's band on it, and you keep pronouncing Jason's. Guitar wrong. Ninja. I call him the Cigar Ninja. Yes. Yeah, you always call him the Cigar Ninja. He's the Guitar Ninja. <laughs> Is there a Cigar Ninja? They should be. No, there isn't. We're going to have a Cigar Taylor first, then we'll do Cigar Ninja. (laughs) 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 That's what James thinks of you. (laughs) 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 James. That's my grand, grandson, James. <laughs> Jesus. He's a good boy. Tell that kid to shut up. Hey, hey. He's going to be a boss someday. I hope so. Um, <coughs> we're going to have a pizza competition and a cigar competition, and you'll watch the Cigar Authority live. Go on to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see the 12th anniversary weekend, and uh, I may or may not say this ever again because we got to wrap it up. Um, the cigar coin challenge coin. Did we bring that up? Yes. Somebody won. Somebody. Somebody beat was Nick the first Perdomo. person to beat him. First person to beat him. He so sh- he, we he know he's not up, infallible. Imagine he showed up at TPE and did not have the coin on him. It was all there for you, and there was a lot of people in the mm-hmm. care package at the show. You didn't bring the coin, and given that it's a free cigar, you just plop it down, and he doesn't have it on him. I bet he had it on him, and he just wanted to be a cigar. Maybe he's very That's generous. the type of guy he is. That's the type of guy. Uh, Big thank you for all those people out there liking and sharing the podcast, especially those who subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Don't forget MeWe. We're we're picking up MeWe's. It's still happening. And Odyssey. Odyssey. Odyssey, because uh, YouTube, we're worried about YouTube. Very worried about them lately of what they're going to do. We'll see where that goes. Um, 
But uh, thank you all for that. Let's get to it. Let's get to the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. Right. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Tomorrow is January 29th, two days away from Mr. Jonathan's birthday. Huh? Yep. Any milestone? It's the second anniversary of my 42nd birthday. All right. Hmm. 44, double fours. Um, are you our champion, Mr. Jonathan? No, I believe it's still Ed Sullivan. Still yeah. Ed Sullivan. I got three questions and one tiebreaker. Ed Sullivan... William Shatner played Romeo and Juliet. What? I don't think that's what he was the most famous for. Nope. William Shakespeare. Okay. (laughs) Play Romeo and Juliet. No sleep. Sleep deprivation. But you should still be able to read. No. Everything's going wrong. William Shatner. It says William Shakespeare's play Romeo and Juliet. It's thought to have been first performed today. What year? I don't even know when he was. 1532? 1532. 1200. 1200. 1848. 1848. 1532 will take it. 1595. Right. Ed Sullivan. He was in high school. Mr. Jonathan, John D. Rockefeller Jr., American financier and philanthropist, was born in Cleveland, Ohio today. What do I look like, John Rockefeller? When I used to ask my dad for like 25 cents for an ice cream cone, he goes, what do I look like, John Rockefeller? (laughs) Did that happen to you? That that was the thing in the days. 1801. 1808. 1908. 1834. 1834, Ed Sullivan. Block, block, and son of a bitch. 1945-1942-1951-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51-51
Why is he the champion? Because he has three points. Has three you have two points, and I have goose egg. It doesn't seem fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, eh. have a, we have a new champion. Maybe you should have thought of that when you new, looked at the wrong day to cheat and on. And I think we have a contender. <laughs> I think This early on, too. is it possible this early on that this cigar is that great? It's very I think we good. have two contenders already. I'm in Las in Vegas smoking the cigar, and I'm like, holy shit. When you get uh, a steak that is uh, coffee encrusted, mm-hmm. right where the fat meets that coffee, that espresso, that's yep. exactly Nailed what it. this is. Nailed it. Nailed it. I 100% agree with Jonathan. Yes, I do. Wow. It's snowing in South Carolina. It's coming here. It's coming. Winter is coming. If I had a Facebook thing where I could do Facebook videos, I'd do some Facebook videos, but I can't. You can't do it? Can't do it. Huh. I'd like to. I haven't done that stuff in a long time, but I could go out there with my with my uh, hat and uh, hot chocolate. <laughs> Your fur lined hat. Have Jonathan come over and plow you I mean, your driveway. <laughs> Show's over. Yeah. I, I made it through. I, I got to say, this is, uh, I'm so happy it happened because last night at 11 o'clock at night, I'm like, this is not happening. We had you yeah. covered. We, we're yeah. gonna, I, I didn't know, but I. Would have been the shortest it, show ever, but we had you covered. All right. So we did it. The, the, uh, it continues. The Cigar Authority never missed an episode. We're here for you every single week. And here we are again. Next week, Ashes to Ashes. What does a good ash even mean? And does it matter? We're going to talk about the ashes of a cigar. We're running out of material, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's actually possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.